0: Wow, 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 do we have a show for you today at the bottom of the hour. We have the next, and I'm so excited, the next episode of Christian Carguy Theater, Nahum's Matt Part 2. And I, I really am blown away by the amazing stories and the gifted actors God has blessed us with here on Christian Carguy Theater. But I have to say that this episode is by far and away my favorite yet. So you have that coming up right there at the bottom of the hour. But amazing, amazing God moments are up first. You, you may have heard my testimony of when I was crushed between two Jeeps. Uh, the story goes that I was on a Jeep jamboree, and we'd stopped to unlock the hubs, and the fellow uphill from me just didn't set his parking brake, nor did he put his Jeep in gear. And so when he got out of his Jeep, unbeknownst to me, it was on its way down the hill, and there I was between my Jeep and his Jeep. And I won't go into a lot of gory details. It was a very severe accident and certainly about lost my left leg. And as I was laying, because it was going to take a long time, because no helicopter could get into where we were in the mountains, and it was over an hour to the hospital. It was going to take a long time for the ambulance to get there. And as you might imagine, I cried out in prayer for, for Christ. And I had this amazing God hug happen that I've described, anybody who's ever heard me tell my story, that, that um, it was like God put his arms around me and everything was okay. I didn't go into shock. The pain went away. I just knew I was going to be okay. I, I have no way to describe it other than a God hug. Well, last Sunday, and I've described it given my testimony for years, Last Sunday, I did a two-hour broadcast because we had a Jesus Labor Love car care clinic up at Emmanuel Baptist Church here. You've heard us speaking about that in the last couple of weeks. But in that, there was a young man who had been recently paralyzed. He was actually paralyzed uh, last winter. And as he described, he was doing a, Christian car, a special two-hour broadcast of the Christian Car Guys show. His name is Blake. And as he was describing his experience he described something similar to my God hug, and I'd never heard one quite like that before. So I'm excited to
1: play that for you now to kind of give you a feel of what Blake experienced. Good come from him. I thanked him for, I, you know, I knew it was bad. I wasn't angry. I was just so thankful and I was so at peace. I've never been more at peace in my life. And I laid there, for, like I said, about an hour and a half and a voice come out of nowhere. A guy said, are you okay? So, I knew then I was going to be okay. I told him, I said, you know, I broke my neck. I said, can you call 911 or whatever it is? We were in the Bahamas at the time. And uh, so he called, and, and uh, another lady, he called another lady. She came up. She said, do you have any family here? And I said, yeah. And um, they got in touch with my wife, got her out there. And then the ambulance showed up, and at that time I, I blacked out. I don't remember much of anything other than being cradled. It was the most peaceful thing I've ever experienced in my life. I felt like somebody was cradling me up against their body. And uh, I knew then I was going to be okay. And since then, I've just tried to stay positive. Uh, went, went through a lot of, uh, well, went through surgery. Went through a lot of work at the hospital. Went to the Shepherd Center. Had a lot of therapy. And maintaining therapy to this day and God has blessed me with a little bit of movement in my arms. At first, I had nothing from neck down. I've got a little bit of shoulder movement, uh, bicep movement, and we're going to keep the faith. We're going to keep praying and we're going to keep on working.
0: Yeah. So we we certainly can keep praying for Blake. Similar to Cameron Horner, we'd have on the show. But when I heard the way that God cradled him up, I I, I actually after the interview got to talk to him about it a bit later to just get a sense of wow this. This God hug thing was not something only I experienced. And you may have heard Cameron's testimony of my other friend who is also in a wheelchair about how, you know, he breathed in water when he was in that situation. So I thought, how fun would it be today to see who else out there has had that experience or something similar? And so I would love to hear your God hug story. Call us, 866 348 Eight eight four eight six six three four truth. I would just love to hear if there's more out there, and I've got some other stories about people transitioning. We're going to get to those in just a minute, but since one of the major themes of Christian Carguy Theater this week is forgiveness, uh, <laughs> perhaps you've had of a forgiveness story and you'd like to share that. So we'd love to hear that as well. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four, and we have. Our very own Christian insurance agent with us here today, Bill Mixon, and that's, there's a forgiveness is a big part of your business, isn't it, Bill?
2: (laughs) Often when I teach in our local jail, I talk about forgiveness. Uh, Jesus said that he came so that repentance and forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name. It's my understanding not all sin is forgiven, but all repentant sin is forgiven, and all sin is forgivable. And later, I hope to talk a little bit about how that relates to auto insurance.
0: So we got forgiveness. We got God hugs. We got all sorts of interesting things on the Christian Car Guy Show. Certainly, the Christian Car Guy Theater episode coming up at the bottom of the hour. The Christian Car Guy Show, if you've never heard us before, we're bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And we talk about things like grace car driving, not speeding, obviously, insurance and other things along those lines and we have a ministry called the Jesus labor of love which is car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis and again you can find out all about that at christiancarguy.com as well as some of these god hug stories now when i went to do the devotion this week because god just had me on this lesson plan i have been using these stories i found from this book that was published in 1887 um It's called Inspiring Stories, and here was one about dying children and youth. And when I heard this particular one, I recognized it immediately as another God hug. And so, again, I'm I'm thinking, have you had something like this happen? The story goes, and this was written in 1887, I went once, says Reverend C.H. Fowler, to see a dying girl whom the world had roughly treated. She'd never had a father. She never knew her mother. Her home had been a poor house, her couch a hospital cot. And yet, as she staggered in her weakness there, she had picked up a little bit of the alphabet, enough to spell out the New Testament, and she touched the hem of the master's garment and had learned the new song. And I never trembled in the presence of such majesty as I did in the majesty of her presence as she came near the crossing to death. Oh, sir, she said, God sends angels. I've read in his word. Aren't there ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who are heirs of salvation? And when I'm lying on my cot, they stand about me on this floor. And when their heavy darkness comes, and this poor side aches so severely, he comes, and says, "Lo, I'm with you." And there's the part I love, Bill. <laughs> he says, he slips his soft hand under my aching side, and I sleep, I rest. Maybe you got a story like that. I would so love to hear it. You could encourage. Thousands. Who knows how many people are listening today? 866 348 34 Truth. We have Trudy is in Washington. She's got a Volvo Insta panel question. This might be a tough one. Trudy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
3: Oh, good morning. And i got so many God stories, so many God hugs. <laughs> it's amazing because I've been wanting to call you guys for a long time, and here I am calling about my car. So what do you want to know, my car or my God hug?
4: Both. Oh,
0: well. <laughs> Your favorite God hug story first would bless me.
3: Though. Well, the God hug really, truly with his arms around me. I've He's spoken to me in my life in various times and ways. But the God hug, I was uh, the mother of five, uh, mad at all of them trying to plot my escape, including my husband. I just had it. Didn't know I was pregnant. I think it was a hormonal situation. And I was praying and whining to the Lord, and I opened the Bible, and it was, you know, David going, woe is me, woe is me, and I was relating with that. And I just felt that I was sitting in God's lap, and my head was on his breast, and he was hugging me, telling me it was going to be okay. And I didn't know that it was a hormonal thing, but it was a God thing too. And then another time with this child that I was uh, didn't know I was pregnant with, he had a bone marrow transplant when he was five years old. Oh, wow. And he's the only survivor out of 20. His name is Yeshua. Uh-huh. And his donor was uh, Christopher the bearer of Christ to the marrow of Joshua's bones. He wasn't supposed to have children. He has two. He survived. And I was going down the hallway of Fred Hutch one day, and the walls, I was looking for him to be reverberating because I heard, I healed Joshua. Wow.
0: And Trudy, I I, I, de- I definitely want to hear the rest of that story plus I want you know I want to help you with the Volvo instrument panel the we Volvo got yeah, panel we gotta go to a
2: issue.
0: we gotta go to a break and you're gonna have to hold on for us we'll be right back with the rest of Trudy's story and yeah. christian Carguy theater oh you can want to hear this
4: heaven is the face of a little girl with dark brown eyes that disappear when When did you get a
0: God hug? That's what we're talking about right now on the Christian Car Guy show. Soon to come, uh, our episode number five of Christian Car Guy Theater. We have Trudy, though, right now is in Port Orchard, Washington. Um, and she is going to share with us again. Your, your, your son was going through this phenol- uh, bone marrow transplant at five years old.
3: He's now 33 with two kids, and but this is a car issue. <clears throat> I could go on all day about my my God hugs, cause he's real and he, he and he loves us and he cares and he hugs when we need a hug. He's faithful. So right and, about and my yeah, family.
0: just when you were walking down, we'll get to the Volvo in a second. I promise. Oh, okay. When you were walking down that hall, you started to say something, and then the bumper music came in, and so it wasn't clear for oh, everybody. What I was
3: saying was that I was. Well, many times through that transplant, God was so there. For one, just in, in Joshua's name, God has become our salvation. And then the second would be Christopher, bearer of Christ, to the marrow of Joshua's bones. Chris was 18, Joshua was 5. He's such a sterling, saved guy, Joshua. He knows the Lord, and it's a wonderful, wonderful gift from God that he spare Josh's life then and that's that story but when you were walking down the the hall when you were were walking down McDonald's house at the very beginning of the transplant Uh and I couldn't swallow we didn't know what was wrong with him and they were doing the testing and I couldn't eat and I was so fearful and a friend called who absolutely lost her child and I answered the phone and she said the first thing out of her mouth when she realized she'd connected with me was, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, which was consuming me. I was so afraid for oh, my wow. son's life. And I know his word is true. <laughs> and it was just, uh, the walls came down, and I and it was such a faith builder, because it's it, it, the spirit of fear isn't from him. It's not his, his no part of him, and, and we have the power to reject fear. I discovered in that time of my life and And I get scared now about stuff (laughs) my house burnt down and I was standing in the driveway watching it go and I was so angry with the Lord and with my grandma's house and it was we'd lived there 40 years and I was yelling at him in heaven and flames shooting out the kitchen window and I just went what the Lord and he said to me back, I'll give you beauty for ashes, at which point I said, yelling out to heaven, okay! <laughs> and and wow. what he's done in my life since, besides the fact that in this time, it's been four years now, my husband died, but he is so faithful to replace what he removes with himself. He, he does fill the void if we allow him to, and he's done it so many times in my life i wish he'd touch my car
0: <laughs> well that's what we're doing here today but that's i, what we're doing I, I but morning. also you know Trudy, it's we don't know who we're listening who's maybe listening right now might be going through something similar and to hear your testimony of how god came through in those different ordeals is 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 huge big life
3: altering things that without faith which is also a gift right it's, he gives every man a measure. What, who are you going to, you know, where are you going to invest that treasure of faith? So what's, I, go, yeah,
0: so what's going on with the Volvo? You gotta, Well, my
3: car, uh, I have two issues with it. One's a transmission problem, and the way I'm dealing with it, because it's a $4,000 fix, and I don't have $4,000 at this point in my life to fix it, I just keep, uh, for two years now, getting that transmission fluid changed. And then it doesn't, my transmission doesn't kind of drop in, you know, if I, and then I drive it real careful. Like when I go around a corner and it would shift gears, I take that corner pretty slow when I accelerate so it doesn't clunk into the gear.
0: Ah, right, so that's good.
3: It is good. Uh what they've told me is that the transmission fluid keeps getting dirty. And what can I do about that?
0: Well... The reason why it's clunking like that is that that there are seals inside your transmission, and those seals begin to lose their elasticity. Is mm-hmm. I can't believe I said that on the air without bopping it. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 but new fluid adds elasticity to the seals. Okay. And you know, one of the things that you may try is that, like an Amsoil makes a synthetic fluid, which may last longer. And even add more elasticity to those seals. Because those seals not sealing, it loses pressure and that's why it's clunking as it's downshifting. Okay. And it is a four thousand dollar repair, and you're you're precisely mm-hmm. right. And but I've I've heard of numbers of folks who have had a similar situation, switched to AMS oil and really, you know, added thousands and thousands more miles to their transmission.
3: How do you spell that?
0: A M S O I L. Amsoil. Amsoil. It's a, it's a synthetic, and so it has some different qualities that add, again, elasticity to the seal. And, and there's other synthetic transmission. I, I just don't have testimonies from people that have told me the same, but I do have, I've do had several people tell me that by, use, by switching to Amsoil, they, they had that exact problem you're describing, and it really helped them.
3: Oh, boy. That sounds like an easy solution that I can handle. And we've still got panel. the
0: instrument panel, so what's going on with that?
3: Tell me. <laughs> uh, well, i there's been so much uh, loss in my life in the last four years. Uh, I I don't have the energy to deal with these issues, so I just keep band-aiding the problems, like changing the transmission fluid and this car panel thing. I I went to get it fixed. I spent eight hundred bucks on it, and I drove it. Was driving it home. And it went back out again. So now it's out, and I have. They say for another 190 bucks, they can guarantee it'll be fixed. And I just don't know what to do. So I you know paid a new them. Panel yeah. A thousand dollars, and then the install. And I already paid the 800, and it still doesn't work. So.
0: So the people told you you needed this part. They installed it. And then, oh, wow, no, they Trudy. took the panel and, and, and sent it out to get
3: repaired. Trudy, we got to go to another okay. break. And
0: after that comes Christian Carguy, episode number five. But I'm going to have my producer get your email address. And I'm going to work on this one with you. I have some ideas on how to write a letter. Oh, boy. Okay. Thanks, Trudy. Thank God you. bless. When we come back, episode Nahum's Map, part two. It's all coming up. Time now for Christian Carguy Theater with today's episode, Nahum's Matt, Part 2. Previously on Nahum's Matt.
4: Stand by Mountain Rescue Team C for Emergency Beaver County Sheriff's Report. We have four missing hikers. Repeat, four missing hikers due back last night. We'll identify as the Andrews Group. Dudes, this is what we've been pushing for. This adventure rocks. We'll have those hikers safe before morning, I guarantee you. This could be just the opportunity I've been waiting for. What a chance to show off a little special something something I like to call my heavy metal booster.
0: There in a pitch dark old abandoned Lulu Mine Tunnel, the four terrified hikers were scattered.
3: Darina, he's unconscious. I can reach down and touch his face and feel his hair. But he's not moving. He is warm to my touch. I just hope he's still alive.
5: Really, Marcy? Leave him. This time he not only got himself beyond help, he's endangered my baby. Grab the rug and come up to a safer place. I'm with Jeff. Leave Blake in the pit of hell where he belongs. Marcy! Marcy! Grab
4: the rug! Can you see it? I see a streak of light down there. Can you see it?
3: Marcy? Yes, I can see it. But I'm not leaving Blake. Huh, there's some kind of old writing on that rug. Maybe it's a map out of here. It says, let's see, it says, Nay, mat, Matt? Mark 2. What in the world? More craziness. I'm not leaving Blake.
4: i deep headed for Lulu City. Had an engine mishap. Broke all the rockers. I'm headed by foot to Lulu City to see what I can find, hikers or parts. Roger that, Jimmy. We'll let your dad know. Maybe he can send some help your way.
5: Man, this is too creepy. You guys, listen to this Bible story. And when Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. you hear us hey okay, we're down here whoever's up there we're down here please help who's out there
4: sounds like wolves they smell blood is anyone bleeding yeah yeah I I guess that's me I, I got a pretty bad gash on my leg I I I just didn't want to worry anybody.
5: Blake! Jeff! Someone help! They're almost on me!
4: Scram! Get out of here before I set you all on fire! Hey! Is anyone down there? Are, Are you the Andrews
5: hikers? Oh, yes, it's us! Yes! Yes, oh Yes, it's God, us. We fell answer. down
4: this well, old did. mine shaft. Be careful or you'll fall through as well. Don't don't come any closer. Yes, I'll stay put. Radio for help. Breaker This is Mountain Rescue C I found them, they've fallen down the old Lou City Mine Shaft. Roger that, Jimmy. Is anyone hurt? Affirmative. Blake may have a spinal injury. He can't feel his legs, and I'm told he fell the furthest. Copy that. Can you get to them, Jimmy? Negative. They fell through the floor, and are asking me to stay back for fear I will fall in as well. Plus, it seems they are all at different levels of the old shaft. Roger that, Jimmy. I'll see if we can get old Nahum up there. He's the only miner left that knows the old mine. We'll need to send for the mine rescue team and their equipment in Leadville. It's going to be a while, Jimmy. Try to keep everyone calm. Ten four. I'll do what I can, Sheriff. I don't know that I'll be here when they get here from Leadville. I'm really struggling to get my breath. Breaker, breaker, rescue C. Blake is struggling to breathe. Not sure he can hold on that long, Sheriff. Jimmy, don't try to get to him. All we can do is pray now. We'll get there as fast as we can. 10-4, Sheriff.
3: Blake, hold on. Please hold on. Remember, you're going to be a
4: daddy. Your child will need you. You all may think I'm nuts, but a while ago when I dozed off, I had a dream. And I dreamed a dream just like the Bible story you guys read about. The dude that his friends lowered him down on the mat to Jesus. The part of the dream that startled me was that we were the ones lowering Blake down to Jesus on the mat. And when Jesus told Blake, the paralytic in this case, that his sins were forgiven, that was us. At that moment, Jesus looked straight at me saying with his eyes, that it was us that had forgiven Blake for getting us into this mine shaft. Jesus was acknowledging our forgiveness when he said, take heart, your sins are forgiven. It was us, the three of us, lowering him on that mat. Somehow I knew that it was our forgiveness that was in effect lowering Blake into Jesus' arms.
0: While Jeff explained his dream, little did he know the rocker arms in Jimmy's pocket heard every word.
5: Rex, I'm guessing that we are in the same situation here. Now, if we forgive Mick and Roxy, we can be placing them in a place of healing at Jesus' feet.
4: Those rockers have left a lot of hard feelings, Renee. Sort of a rock arm Not sure I have that in me, girl. Then Dorina cried out from the shaft.
5: Forgiveness may be easy for you, Jeff and Marcy, but I'm not about to destroy my life by allowing Blake in it again.
4: It don't matter much now, anyhow. I don't think I have 10 more breaths. Hey, down in the shaft, I think this is old Nahum. He knows this mine like the back of his hand. Hold on.
0: What in the world is going on here, Jimmy? Well, these hikers. While Jimmy explains the situation to old Nahum, Renee Rockerarm begins to plead again with Rex.
5: It's pretty clear in the manual, Rex, that what we bind here on earth will be bound in heaven, and what we loose here on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, do you really want to hold on to that hurt and resentment, or do you want me to pray with you that you will strong arm it and forgive?
4: Okay, okay, Renee. I'll try what you say. If it takes all day, you go on and pray.
5: All right then. Lord, give us grace for Mick and Roxy right now. Help us to lean on the everlasting arms, to lay down all that we are holding, and lower Mick and Roxy on this shop towel down to your feet where you can make them whole. Amen.
0: As Nahum looks over the situation, he calls down to Blake.
4: Hey, you
0: and the mine, with a broken back, can you hold on for a few more breaths? (coughs) I don't think so. This is bad, bad. The most important thing right now, boy, is do you know if you die, will you go to heaven?
4: (coughs) Never thought about it.
0: Right now then, boy. Do you know Jesus? Do you know what he did for you? Do you know he's God's son?
3: Dorena we have got to forgive Blake right now. It may be the only chance he has to be in heaven and not to spend eternity in hell. Dorena you have got to let him down on the mat, just like Jeff said. Let him down to Jesus' feet.
0: There was an old rug right
4: about where you fell in, youngins. Do you see it? Yes, it has a Bible verse on
0: it. Right. Without that rug, boy, I would have spent my eternity in hell. Like you, I played the fool in the mine drinking so drunk I swung a sledge back and loosened the timber that caused a cave in, trapping me and my best friend. That friend's dad was the one that lowered that same runk down to me. But he placed that Bible verse to share with me the value of forgiveness. Now boy, if you can hear me. That same Jesus died on a cross to take away the penalty of my crazy drinking and almost getting all of us killed. Then Jesus helped my friend's dad to forgive me and not only save me from the mind, but tell me how to know God's son. That forgiveness showed me what it felt like and it actually lowered me into the arms of my savior. Now kids, if you ever prayed, now's the time. This is more than a matter of life and death. It's a matter of eternal damnation we're talking about here. Can you really sentence this boy to hell? Or will you lower him on the mat to Jesus? Tune in Saturday, August 22nd for the next episode of Nahum's Matt. This episode of Christian Carguy Theater, Nahum's Matt, starred Ann Alt, Chris Van Cleve, Bert Rosenberg, Ellen Kennedy, and Alex Seals. Written by Robbie Dillmore and produced and directed by the Christian Carguy. All right. Well, there's the next episode <laughs> coming up of Nahum's Mad. We're looking forward to that August 22nd again. I'm so blessed to have all these amazing actors. When we come back, Bill's going to share a little bit about actus, accident forgiveness, not just Nahum's forgiveness. <laughs> and uh, he's got a story of two for us, so we still have that coming up. Stay tuned. We'd love to hear your story of forgiveness or your God hug. 866 348
2: 788-4866-34-TRUTH. Call us. It'll clear the bitterness away. It can even set a prisoner free. There is no end to what its power can do. So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace. The prisoner that it really freezes you. Forgiveness Forgiveness
0: Forgiveness, it's a phenomenal concept. Without it, I don't know how we'd make it, Bill. (laughs) But I love your take on this. And and as you teach it in the jail, and and also there's obviously the application to accident forgiveness there with
2: Nationwide, but uh, take us there. Uh, In the world of auto insurance, there are many shades and types of forgiveness. After a certain period of time, if you do not have new problems, your driving transgressions disappear. It used to be all accidents and violations would disappear off your record in seven years. A string of problems can now extend how long the insurance company keeps track of these problems. In many cases, a few minor transgressions, accidents, and violations only affect your insurance record for three years. In many states, you're given one minor violation or one minor accident without your insurance rates being affected, But if you get a second one in that window, both come back to haunt you. Some insurance companies will charge you more for accident or violation forgiveness. Nothing's free. When they say, we don't charge you, there's a cost to that. Some companies just offer forgiveness for an accident. Some companies will forgive more than one accident. Some stop at one accident. Some companies will, for an additional cost, forgive a minor traffic violation. Some, like Nationwide Insurance, will forgive more than one minor violation. Some companies will offer you forgiveness and forgive the first transgression and then cancel your collision after the second transgression. In North Carolina and many states, the increase in insurance cost because of the accident or violation is really more akin to a tax. The vast majority of that increased cost when your insurance go, goes up Is passed on to the state. In North Carolina, I've been told 90% of the increase when you have a ticket or chargeable violation, when your insurance rates go up, 90% of that additional cost goes to what's called the North Carolina Rate Bureau. This three-year penalty is used to help pay claims caused by people with really bad driving records. It can be challenging to compare automobile policies.
0: Here's something I did not know. So the insurance company is actually paying the state into a fund that's used to pay claims?
2: How does that work? In North Carolina and in a lot of states, there's a special company for high-risk drivers. In North Carolina, that's the North Carolina Rate Bureau. So if you come to an insurance company and your driving record is too bad for us to want to insure you, we can put that policy into a special state-run company called the North Carolina Rate Bureau. If they charged you what you should be charged, you wouldn't buy the plan. And if you had a whole lot of uninsured people driving around all over the state, then everybody's rates would go up. So essentially... I I, I
0: love doing this show. I learn a lot (laughs) that if if I'm in an accident or I have this violation, my insurance goes up. Part of my premium then goes to fund this other company that is state run that provides insurance, especially liability insurance, because you can't get a driver's license without liability insurance. So I would imagine that's a lot of it, right?
2: In North Carolina, a very small part of everybody's auto insurance is estate tax. They even have a tax on your auto insurance for your local fire department. But there are all kinds of hidden taxes, but one of those hidden taxes for a perfectly clean driving record goes into that North Carolina rate Bureau. Then there's a much higher tax after that well, then for accident violations.
0: How did they get by with, you know, now I've got all kinds of questions. So if I'm nationwide and I want to provide accident forgiveness but the state knows you had an accident and they're looking for your increase so that you can help fund their deal. Do they have a special waiver because of that?
2: It's a really great question. And I've <laughs> asked that question many times. And what I'm going to say okay. is that I assume that what they do is they charge, they charge insurance and the insurance so that they're paying what you would have paid into that state fund for you. So it's, I don't know, I have never gotten a clear answer and a lot of companies offer accident forgiveness, but where it lands and the most important thing to know now is you can't take and compare one insurance plan with another insurance plan and be sure that you're replacing an inferior plan with a better one by yourself. It really takes somebody that knows what the heck they're doing to say, well, let's look at the true differences and the holes and the things that you can cover between your plans when you compare.
0: Getting back to the idea that with many counselors plans succeed and to have an agent that actually can look at these things and understand because it's clear I have very little understanding of what you just described, but it's fascinating to me to know how all these algorithms and things they must work on in order to get these premiums going but more important than that to me bill because you know how i am <laughs> describe for our listeners the whole idea of forgiveness that you teach in the prison system because this is that's the real thing
2: what i like to tell the guys in the jail is that the bible was written for everybody to read but the promises in the bible are for the family The Old Testament was written for God's chosen people, the Jewish people, and it works. But the promises were for the Jewish people. But I think there's one exception. I think that God promises to not only forgive, but to forget repentant sins. I think that's there for everybody. If you can honestly go to God and say, not only am i sorry i did it i'm so sorry i plan on not doing it again that god forgives and forgets and that's what allows him to see us as that perfect being and to love us as one of his children jesus came so that repentance of sins would be preached in his name and i tell the guys that god Loves you in a way that it's almost impossible for you to understand because a lot of people don't have loving and caring parents. They didn't grow up in a house of people that forgave and forgot the things that we did wrong. And that we've got to learn how to love ourselves, and we can't love others more than we love ourselves, and we can't love God more than we love ourselves and we love others. We can't respect others if we don't respect ourselves and that they build on each other the better we're at at forgiving others the better we're at it forgiving ourselves the more we're capable of believing in a god that forgives and forgets our transgressions the more we love others the more we're capable of loving ourselves. the more we're able to love god and god wants to be loved more and more and more the um Lord's Prayer. Right after the Lord's Prayer, Jesus said, I gave you the Lord's Prayer, for if you. Now, for means because. I gave it because you need to learn to forgive others. But if you don't forgive others, God can't forgive you. There you go. Thank
0: you for listening to Christian Car Guys show this week. How about asking God to point somebody out in your mind that you are struggling to forgive and, and work and ask him to come and help you work on that. And also remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years, so no speeding out there. And thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. ChristianCarGuy.com.